there, everybody. This is Avery Hausman and one of our newest members, Liza Eubanks from The Prowler. We are here today to talk about how children seem to be getting cell phones, specifically the smartphones, at a younger age every year. And now when I mean smartphones, I mean like, you know, the Apple products and uh, the Samsungs and all the other Pixels and Googles and Androids. every other smartphone out there. Versus when uh, me and Liza got our first phones, they were flip phones or they like barely had... I had a a flip phone first and then I had a slide phone, I remember. And and then after that, smartphones started becoming more popular. Yeah, so uh, when I was getting my first phone, I was actually going to a sleepover party and my mom really wanted to make sure that I was okay at the sleepover party. And so we went out that day and uh, got me a new phone. And so then I just kind of kept it and it became more of a way to just check in with only my parents because I didn't really talk to anyone else on my phone. And how old were you when you got that phone? I'm pretty sure I was in fifth grade. In fifth grade. So you were probably 10 and it was a flip phone? Yeah. Yeah. So I had a similar story. I was very young. My brother, um, who's four years older than me, probably got his phone uh, in middle school, maybe fifth grade. Um, I got my phone when I was eight. I was in third grade. And my parents' reasoning, it was mostly my dad was um, similar to Avery, wanted to make sure I was safe because, especially in third grade, um, I had my best friend at the time and I were very active we love being outdoors so we would ride bikes um to say the dollar tree in kroger which is easily three miles from my house and so he wanted to make sure if something went wrong or if we somehow got in some trouble or something that i could have a way to quickly contact him um yeah it was more of a it was very much a safety thing he got me i had a flip phone as well um obviously partially because that was what was most available to us but also because he knew I didn't need anything fancier than to be able to text and call. So nowadays um, I can I sometimes see parents give their own smartphones to their uh, toddlers or you know little children you know and there's a variety of uh, like stimulating games on the phone that you know help with learning and you know shapes and colors and Mm -hmm you know, basic reading exercises. And, you know, that's very nice, you know, just to have that and, you know, kind of modernize their way of learning and developing their brains. Um, And with that uh, has become like the uh, popular child lock on the phone. So I've seen a couple of phones that have this where you can switch on child mode. And so a lot of your text messages and passwords and you know, your wallet and phones and everything that's kind of like important is just, you know, blocked while the kid is using it. Um, yeah, a lot of times uh, you can turn it on while you're where they can only access certain apps and uh, you know, you would assume they would they would only be able to access you know a couple games or something. Um, and I say I would think that this is a very helpful tool uh, in terms of learning. But I do also think there's a certain line where sometimes parents 
just get so busy with their own lives that they just try to distract their kids with games and they just kind of throw a phone or an iPad in their face. And instead of actually interacting with their child in some, instead of... Um, yeah, it can take away some necessary bonding time between mm, the sure. child and parents. Now, with uh, younger children that are, like, in elementary school or so, you know, they, um, as in my case, they have their phones for sleepovers and, you know, or if they're out of the house all the time. But uh, I feel like a lot more kids in, like, first grade or, you know, second grade have some type of phone to, you know, talk with their friends and their Mm -hmm. parents where our age of kids didn't really have that. Yeah, and a lot of them I see, I feel like, have smartphones Mm -hmm. specifically. And so I understand that need for safety, but, I mean, you honestly still can buy even or... or Well, you're putting a $700... To now a thousand dollars. Yeah, with the the newest iPhones, a thousand dollars. Yeah, into like an eight year old's hand. Yeah, and and do it's it's a question of do do parents really feel that their kids are that responsible to handle that, or you know, is it worth it to the parents to pay that much money if the phone may be broken? In I mean, if you're anything like me, I drop my phone all the time. Um, I actually have to have basically a life proof case on it. And so, but, you know, an 8-year-old or a 10-year-old, are they really responsible enough for, for that value of phone? Or should you try to look for an older phone? Maybe not a flip phone, but, you know, you could probably find some iPhone 4s. And those are a lot smaller and stuff and less expensive. Well, with the um, new Apple updates, they aren't really supporting the older generations of phones. So parents can't, like, hold on to their phone and then just give it to their child, you know, as just, like, a way to... Um, communicate with them in safety situations and so they really do have to buy a new phone. Now I don't me and Liza both have Apple phones so we're not quite sure what um, the Android and Samsung's uh, do in that sense but I figure it's somewhat along the same lines. Now for middle schoolers um, there's probably a very big majority of people out there that uh, had the same thing happen with them but my parents made me and held me responsible for texting them when I got onto the bus in the morning and when I got to school and then in the afternoons I'd have to text them when I got on the bus three minutes away from the bus stop off the bus walking home and arriving at home which is a little insane now that I look back on it. Um, sure, but there, there's definitely, there's definitely parents anywhere in between, not having any of those requirements, having all of those, and you or know, more. or or more, or um, in between, you know. So, uh, does as for middle schoolers though, when they take their phones to school, I know that when we were in school in middle school two or three years ago, we a lot of the teachers would have us put our phones up in the in pockets on the wall in like little shoe organizers basically yeah. on the wall or they would take them to their desk themselves and so we well, couldn't use them. Well they'd be away and you know somewhere that's like near the child but you know you wouldn't well, be we using would, them well, in we class. we would have to put them in our book bags and we couldn't use them. Yeah but we still had them so that if the teacher wanted to do something like 
uh, Kahoot or you know some other like Quizlet uh, game or something, we'd have them immediately available to us. But my sister is now in middle school, and I've heard that um, all of the teachers make them turn the phones completely off and put them in their lockers. And so, if there's an emergency, that was supposed to be a rule when we were in middle school, but no one did it. So, no one followed that. So clearly, uh, they've just made it, enforced it harsh. Yeah. Harshly. But now, if we need, if someone in my family needs to, you know, get in touch with my sister during the day, we can't. And so, it's kind of defeated that purpose. And I realize that the middle school is trying to make sure that kids aren't being distracted by their phones, mm -hmm. but we had our phones with us, and sometimes even on, and it wasn't as, you know, mm -hmm. distracting to us. For sure. And if, um, I mean, because if a child is, is go if a student's going to use their phone during school, um, basically there's two things that could happen. It could either show up immediately in their grades, and, and at that time, the teacher can the teacher obviously can say, hey, you're not you specifically, I... You yeah, know. well, there'd be a parent-teacher mm -hmm. conference where they'd figure out the problem or, and, and oh, try yeah. and help. And the, and the parents can have a say, too, is the parents can see the, the child's grade dropping and say, hey, you know, I don't want you to take your phone to school or something, or, you know, just put some sort of, um, I guess, like a guardrail, like a rule. Yeah. And... So they could step in, or if the child's using their phone during class, but they keep their grade up, then clearly, then like for me, um, when especially in history classes, I do all my work for the most part right when I get it, and so sometimes I'll play on my phone at the end of class, but my teachers never say anything because I keep um, a good grade because I've done all my work and and I do well. It's not affecting your learning in any mm -hmm. way. And it's not distracting to others. I'm not playing music or anything. I'm just being real quiet mm -hmm. in my seat. Now, with high school, I know that some teachers allow uh, their phone, you know, kids' phones to just be out and about and on their desk because sometimes it is helpful to the actual learning environment. You know, we need to look up an answer or something or we need to figure out a problem or, you know, something like that. And that, I see, is very useful and then other teachers have us put the phones in the pockets up, mm -hmm. you know, somewhere completely away. Now, I know um, one of my teachers, uh, Miss Close, who teaches my AP lang uh, language class, she sometimes uh, will be, like, in the middle of a discussion about something that we just read, and we have to go um, look something up. And so she'll send someone up to the front of the room to look it up right then. And, you know, then we solve whatever problem we were, you know, having and we move on. Um, but we also do use Kahoot a lot more. And mm -hmm. so it's nice to, I've you know, just... Quizlet Live in several classrooms and stuff. Yeah. And so um, it's just, it's easy and helpful. Now, out of school, um, teenagers, unlike middle schoolers, are always out and about. They're mm -hmm. hanging out with friends. Mm -hmm. They're going to parties. They're you know, just going out and living their lives out of the house. And as a teenager, you start um, having your own, um, you start becoming kind of your own person more than, than just what your parents have taught you. You start having your own opinions and all that kind of stuff, and you're creating new relationships with people, be it your friends or, you know, just strengthening current uh, relationships. So... 
it is important, I think, for teenagers to have their friends just out and about because it, it really it's allows m- them yeah, to it, connect to a lot of people and stuff. Well, it's more necessary because since they are out more often than middle schoolers and elementary schoolers, to be able to always be able to communicate to, with their parents mm-hmm. because there might be something that comes up. And, and they're probably more likely to get in trouble where they would need a phone. Yeah. So. And, you know, like a car breaks down or they ran out of gas or they blew out a tire or something like that. And so I've, in my personal opinion, I feel it's more necessary for teenagers to have their phones on Mm -hmm. them at all time and have a smartphone or something. Mm -hmm. Because they are mature enough to be able to handle, you know, something that's that costly and they won't lose it. They may break it sometimes. But for sure, for sure, I'd say I'd say they're mature enough to uh, to maintain it well enough. I mean, yeah. obviously, some teenagers just kind of throw around their phones and it breaks the screen and stuff. But they don't um, do they don't intentionally break it, and they don't or they don't aren't completely careless because it, especially nowadays, it's like almost just part of many people Mm -hmm. is their phone and they have almost attachment issues with their phone where where they can't not have it so i have no idea what that's about (laughs) i don't experience that at all he says you're currently holding your phone yeah um so it's just i feel like uh elementary schoolers and you know children stuff they don't really need their phones as much as teenagers might but they still are given some kind of phone, you know, and it's always a safety issue, but when does, like, the child become mature enough to be able to handle that and have that responsibility? Mm-hmm. And that's just a question that a lot of parents just have to decide for themselves. Um, so, yeah, uh, this has been Real Talk. Uh, see you next time.